BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Charles drives and dumps. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into another edition of Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars at the Marriott Center hosting the Toreros of San Diego. The Cougars improved their overall record to 16-4 and with Thursday night's 15-point win over LMU. As we have all become accustomed to, Elijah Bryant led BYU in scoring with 29 points. That tied his season high. Eli also had eight rebounds in that victory. Yoli Childs picked up his 10th double-double with 15 points and 10 boards, not to mention five block shots. How many times have we heard this? Elijah Bryant, Yoli Childs having good games. That's what we've been talking about all season long. It was another strong shooting performance by the Cougars, hitting 60% from the field and 50% from three. In fact, BYU over the last three games has been crazy good shooting the basketball. Against Pepperdine, Four games ago, BYU shot 58% from the field, 50% from three. At Santa Clara, they shot 62% from the field and 53% from three. And then, as I mentioned, on Thursday, 60 and 50, respectively, against LMU. The question is, can it continue? That is certainly the hope. Shooting well tonight will be a key against the University of San Diego. It's crazy to think this is already game number 21 for BYU on the season. And when you look at the Toreros, they're one of the better defensive teams. They, however, are a difficult team to really get a read on. They were very good in non-conference, but have stumbled quite a few times in West Coast Conference play. Actually coming off of a home loss to Portland. And maybe you're asking, okay, well, they lost. Here's the thing. Portland had not won a conference game to that point. That was the first WCC victory for the Portland Pilots. They went into San Diego and picked up that victory. So it's definitely a team that you're wondering what you're going to get tonight. They certainly have the power to do good things, as we saw in the non-conference. Had some nice wins, racking up the uh, the win totals. But once they hit conference play, stub their toe a little bit, hoping certainly from the BYU perspective that that happens again tonight. Well, since BYU scoring and, more importantly, shooting at such a high level right now, my player interview is with one of those guys who has certainly helped BYU put the ball in the basket, that being Zach Selyus. Since being put into the starting lineup, Zach's scoring has gone up, his shooting percentage has increased, and I talked with the sophomore from Bountiful after practice. Here's our conversation. Everybody wants to have their opinion on what is going so right for the basketball team right now. You guys are shooting the lights out, playing really good. As somebody on the team, what is your thought as to why this team is really hitting its stride right now? I think it's just because we're able to play as a team. We're able to move it and be able to kind of focus on you know, trusting ourselves, trusting each other, and trusting what the coaches have for us and the game plan. 
and we're just going out and being able to do those things and just be able to compete and just kind of have the effort to actually want to win. To a certain extent, because, and correct me if I'm wrong, it looks like everybody's still getting to where they need to be, still running the same offense and getting in the same spots, but whereas maybe earlier some of those shots weren't falling, they're falling now. I mean, is, is it sometimes just as simple as having the shots fall too? Yeah, it's, you know, I think it's just confidence. You know, we're trying to learn something new and being able to do it at the start of the season, but now, you know, we just realize that, you know, that's who we are now. It's our offense it's who we are and kind of we just go out there and you know we got to make it and got to have that confidence to do it what's that feeling like when you guys come out you guys get on such a hot streak you guys are shooting 60 70 80 percent from the field what's it like to be out there moving around in that offense it's so fun you know to be able to you know know that that extra pass you know he's going to make it or you know, just a couple plays and being able to kind of get everyone hyped and have everyone involved. You know, it's just, it's something special because, you know, it just brings the team together. And it's never just that one person, you know, who's going off and doing his own thing. It's everyone together, and it just makes it a lot more fun. Well, it does seem, and I know coaches have talked about this all season long, and you guys as players have always mentioned it, but it still, to a certain extent, starts with defense. Good defensive play sparks that offense in transition. Yeah, exactly. You know, if we get that stop on defense, you know, it brings more energy to the offensive end. And it just kind of is vice versa. Once that offense, then defense becomes better. But it's just starting on defense. You know, you got to you know, throw that first punch, you know, be able to go out and do your thing and be able to guard them. How is your shot feeling for you right now? It feels great. You know, just always there. Just make sure it goes in. Has there been any change in mindset for you going back into the starting lineup? Have you noticed any change in your game from going to the bench back into the starting five? Um, not necessarily, you know, because it's all the same. You know, it, no role has changed. No, you know, it's just different because it just, you know, it's instead of coming off the bench, you know, you're you're starting the game. You know, it, that's the only difference, really. You know, you just go out there and you just got to give that first four minutes instead of you know, that, maybe that last couple. One of the things that you guys have been able to do, we've seen it throughout the season, but especially recently, you guys have had really good starts to games. You guys have kind of put teams away early. What's happening for you guys when you come out onto the floor to start a game? Because you guys are coming out really ready to go. Um, I think it's just because we're so focused on, you know, we got to prove a point right at the start, prove that, you know, we're better or that we want to win this game and that we are really here to play and so it's just when we go out there we just got to make sure that you know we throw that first punch how's school going for you right now things good yeah things are great school is school (laughs) school is school now what are you studying remind me what you're studying uh exercise science what's ultimately your goal with that do you have any specific goals obviously you want to play basketball as long as you possibly can but what are you doing that for no, my whole goal is ultimately to become a college basketball coach. You know, that's been my whole goal and my dream. Why Why college basketball coach? What is it about that? I don't know. I just I think it would be so fun because you know, I love basketball, and you know, just being a coach would be so awesome. Do any of your coaches say, oh, you have no idea what you're getting into? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> but. All right, so now you've got San Diego coming in. Uh, they're coming off of a loss to Portland at their place. You know they're going to come in looking to try and bounce back. What have you guys talked about in terms of San Diego? What type of challenges do they present for you guys? 
Um, you know, they're just a really good team. You know, hard nose. You know, offensively, defensively, they're just a really good team. You know, and especially coming from a loss, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder to come in here and get a win. You know, but we just got to be able to go out and just play our game. You know, play how we play and play as a team, and we'll be able to. They'll run away with it. And they are a really good defensive team. Do you think you guys will maybe have to work a little harder to get some of the looks that maybe you've had in the last little while? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's any good defensive team. You know, they have strategies, they have game plans, and so we just got to be able to match that. And you know, no matter what, we'll try to figure out a way. And so we just got to trust each other. Zach, appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. BYU a sophomore, Zach Selyus, joining me here on Cougar Pregame. I appreciate Zach taking a few minutes after practice yesterday. He certainly has been playing well as of late, and as he talked about, you know, the shot feels good. Uh, he likes where things are, and certainly the way this team is playing, can't argue with that. Coming up next, we will head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation. Mark Durant will join us coming up. Cougar Pregame Live will continue in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Tonight, BYU at the Marriott Center hosting the San Diego Toreros. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. It is cold outside. It is snowing outside, but we are going to head inside where it is warm. It is our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Mark, how are you this evening? I am doing great. Hey, uh, you know, snow doesn't, no rain nor snow nor <laughs> dark of night keeps me from my appointed uh, rounds here with Greg Rubel at the Marriott Center. You know what? That's that's why we love you. You're always, uh, you're always there. We can count on you. And something that we've been able to count on this BYU team, especially over the last three games, is shooting crazy numbers. It's now three straight games where this team has shot the ball extremely well collectively. In the last segment, I went over the, the numbers, both from the field and from three, over the previous three games, and it is impressive. We all certainly hope the answer to this question is yes, but can this be sustained? Well, now I have pressure to answer yes. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to say no, notwithstanding. Sorry to disappoint everybody. But, uh, listen, I'm, uh, the fact of the matter is uh, Santa Clara and uh, LMU, bad defensive teams. So a lot of people shoot well against them. But the fact is, even if you're open, you got to make the shots. And uh, I was at the Jazz game last night. And they had three wide open threes late to tie that game, and you didn't make the shot. So you got to make the shot no matter who's who you're playing against. And uh, San Diego is one of the best teams in the country defensively, second best three-point defense. And so that number is going to come down a little. But and maybe a more positive answer, I, I think BYU can continue to shoot better than that earlier in the year and, and continue to – to shoot high numbers. Now, it's not going to be 60-70% against San Diego, but if you're shooting 45-50% against a good defensive team like San Diego, that that's almost equivalent to the 65% against LMU. And so, uh, it's all relative, but uh, BYU, I think, can shoot, continue to shoot the ball well. Elijah Bryant is on fire from three. Yoli is uh, consistent down low. Zach is amazing in the paint. He's like a 75% in the paint. And, and uh, then TJ seems to be shooting better, and uh, Jasheer shooting better. I mean, everyone seems to be kind of on an upward uh, track 
the field goal percentage-wise. So, yeah, I think they will continue to shoot really good. I don't see them shooting as good because they have been unbelievable the last few games from the field. Well, it was funny that you say that. I don't know if you heard my interview with Zach Sayers, but I asked him the question. So it, it, the looks that you're getting are the same looks, not just him, I meant you know, just in general this team, the looks that the team is getting, it's the same looks they were getting six, seven games ago when the shots just weren't falling. And so they were, in, they were running the offense the way they were supposed to, the way the coaches wanted. They were in the right spots, just weren't getting those shots to fall. Those shots are falling now, and sometimes it's, it really does come down to just having the ball go in the basket. Yeah, I mean, uh, hoops are, are like, a, like a roller coaster. Uh, sometimes you're at the bottom and sometimes you're at the top. And BYU kind of at the top right now. And obviously you don't want to go back down again, but maybe they will. But, uh, you know, it's con- it's really a contagious thing. I mean, a guy like, like for, for instance, the Santa Clara game, Yoli comes out, makes like his first four or five shots, and you got a lead and you're feeling good and, uh, because you got a little bit of a lead, you know, the, the shot feels loose. TJ knocks down a three, and Elijah, and everybody, I mean, everybody. Then, and the guys on the bench are thinking, oh, yeah, this is a good night, and their mindset's good when they come in, and I can't wait to get in there, and I'm going to make a shot. And uh, so that, that kind of confidence grows, and uh, I think part of it is having Zach start. I mean, it helps space the floor. You're getting better looks, I think, and you got better scores, better shooters on the floor to start the game. That gives everybody confidence. And uh, then, you know, you take the LMU game, and it was Elijah coming out just on fire, 20 points in that first half. And he's, you know, when, when guys see that, uh, it just changes your mindset. Now, let's say Elijah comes out and misses his first five shots, and BYU's down five or ten at home to LMU. And then the guys on the bench, they're, they're tense. And, oh, man, we got to come in, and every shot's important. And so, I mean, it certainly helps when BYU's able to jump out, get a nice, fast start, get some confidence going. And uh, but that's not going to happen every game. So you're going to have the roller coaster, and then you try and win other ways. You know, we play good defense and rebound the ball. But uh, sure, nice when you're at the top of that uh, roller coaster and uh, everything's good and everything's happy and ev- it's a lot of fun uh, when you're up top. And uh, we'll see at BYU how long they can keep it up. It, 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 like I said, it's they're going to have some tough nights. So you just can't rely on shooting every night. You have to have the complete game and. What, what's encouraging a lot of respects is BYU's defense over this period of time has been almost as good as the offense, and they're keeping teams in the 50s and 60s. And uh, I mean, it's it's a nice combination what BYU's got going right now. The voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, dropping knowledge on Twitter right now. And Coach Rose talked a little bit about this uh, when he talked with the general media on Wednesday, um, and he was talking about the fact that he hopes that Dalton Nixon would be back. For sure, by next week, Greg's tweeting out after talking with Coach Rose that Dalton Nixon is going to be available tonight. Going to try and get him a few minutes. It's obviously fantastic for Dalton to be able to get back and onto the floor. What does this mean for the BYU basketball team? Dalton has a lot of versatility. Great rebounder, for one. Uh, Great offensive rebounder. BYU did not uh, rebound the ball well offensively the other night against LMU. I can't remember two rebounds or two offensive rebounds. But whatever it was, they they need a guy like Dalton. Zach, as good as he is and as craft as he is, he's not a a power guy. He's not going to go get you. Uh, you know, a power offensive rebound, rip it away from somebody. But uh, Dalton can do that. But Dalton's kind of a nice mix between Luke and Zach. I mean, Dalton's uh, he, he's able to step out, be a threat from the three-point line. 
but he's a little stronger and can can maybe a, a, a muscle up a guy the four spot Zach's a little vulnerable defensively on the four man and he gets beat a couple times as he gets overpowered but Dalton's a little bigger and stronger and you don't see that so I mean you got a lot of nice options you got the whole spectrum at that uh, four spot whether it's Zach or, or Dalton or Luke or even Peyton coming in and uh, so that, that's what BYU it gives you it gives you more versatility it gives you you know depending on the game you might maybe you need a rebounder or a tougher defender put in you know, put in Dalton or, or you know teams are smaller and you know you need a guy that can be a little crafty around the hoop and hit a three maybe go with Zach so uh, Dalton played really really well before he got hurt it's going to take a little bit of time but I love the fact that Dalton's back the opponent tonight is the San Diego Toreros, and I'm not sure what to make of this team. They were strong in the non-conference, but they've stumbled in the West Coast Conference, losing at home to Portland. This team is confusing to me. What do you make of this USD team that BYU will face tonight? Yeah, I mean, uh, they had some great wins early and uh, really established themselves as a real powerhouse and played St. Mary's pretty tight. And now they've dropped a couple and, and at home to Portland. I mean, that, that's a bit of a shocker. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, like I said, really good defensive team. Uh, guard the three well. And then they, they guard the two well as well. I mean, they've got – they lead the conference in shot blocks. And uh, so if, if when you're not – not getting good looks from three, and you take it in the paint, they're going to block your shot. So there's not a lot of easy looks. Uh, but they're not a powerhouse offensively. Uh, Pinero and Wright are pretty good. Uh, but the, I think uh, I think I read four of 23 against Portland from three. So uh, th- they don't have that balance. I mean, they've got the great defense, but they don't necessarily have the great offense. So they're, they're vulnerable at times, I think, to getting beat because uh, they just don't put enough points on the board. And BYU's got a really good balance, which I like. So, like I said before, you know, they're playing good defense, but they're also putting points on the board, and that's a tough combination. But when you rely so much on your defense, uh, even though you do a good, nice job, maybe you don't score enough points. you got to score enough points. That's, that's the bottom line in college basketball. But they're, they're very solid. They got, they, they're a good team. It's going to be a struggle for BYU tonight. They're physical. They play good defense, and uh, it's going to be uh, kind of a prize, heavyweight uh, prize fight, just throwing punches and see who's left standing at the end. All right, Mark, last thing, and I want to ask you a big-picture question about this BYU basketball team. Cougars are 16-4 and overall. They have two unbelievable players in Yoli Childs and Elijah Bryant. The defense is better. They're getting contributions from other guys. Um, they're certainly not a finished product. But, man, they are playing really good basketball as a whole this season. So my question to you is, how good do you believe this team is through 20 games? Well, I, I, I guess I would answer that by saying I think they're pretty good. But what I what I like about this team is I like to watch them. They're super fun to watch. It's a good group. Uh, they play the right way to me. They play hard. Uh, they have fun. And uh, so it's fun for me to watch them. So that's kind of my gauge for teams. Uh, a lot of times I'll get frustrated with teams. It's hard for me to, to watch them sometimes. But this team's really fun to watch. And obviously winning is fun. And they've, they're winning games. But I think they have excellent balance, not just between offense and defense like I talked about. But, uh, but uh, you know, three-point shooting and going inside. They've got a strong inside game. 
Elijah's playing great. It starts from the top. I mean, Elijah and Yoli are playing at a very high level, and that's fun to watch, uh, that interaction between those two. And then you're getting nice uh, role support, Jashir and McKay Cannon and TJ Haas and, and Luke. I mean, everybody's kind of contributing, and they don't have a lot of depth, so you know, everybody's on board with this. Everybody's playing pretty well. And uh, it's just a fun team to watch. So I don't know. I mean, I think they're better positioned to go on the road and beat a Gonzaga and beat St. Mary's on the road. I don't know if they'll do it, but uh, I think they're certainly good enough to compete against the best teams in this conference and uh, to be part of the conference stock. They've, uh, heart, heart, heartbreaking uh, losses, uh, or else they might even be more optimistic about it. But uh, I think this team has everything you want and is fun to watch, and uh, I'm excited to see what the rest of the season holds. Me too. Appreciate the insight. Great stuff as always, Mark. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Jason. You bet. That is Mark Durant, our courtside conversation, joining me from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Welcome back in, getting you ready for the Cougars and the Toreros. Game coming your way in about 35 minutes from the Marriott Center. Before we send you over to Greg Grubel and Mark Durant, a couple of scores to update you on. We'll start with BYU women's basketball. They were on the road at San Diego today. They ended up losing by a point. San Diego defeating BYU 70-60, to 60, 23 points for Cassie DeVagere, 15 points for Brenna Chase, also a career high for Sarah Hampson in points. She scored 12, uh, but the Cougars uh, dropped their second conference game of the season with a 72-69 loss at San Diego. Coming up a little bit later on tonight, in fact, at 8 Mountain, 10 Eastern, the BYU men's volleyball team, number 5 in the country, hosting Barton. Uh, so that game taking place tonight uh, just on the other side of campus at the Smith Fieldhouse. Alright, let's update you on other action going on in the West Coast Conference. One game currently in action. Number 13, Gonzaga looking to bounce back after their loss at home to the St. Mary's Gales. They are taking on Santa Clara in Santa Clara. And with eight minutes to go in the first half, it is 19-19, all knotted up in Northern California. Later on tonight in the conference, LMU hosting Portland. St. Mary's will be at Pacific. And the San Francisco Dons will be hosting the Waves of Pepperdine. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, We'll send you to the Marriott Center. It's the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center here on the BYU campus in Provo. To tonight, BYU takes on one of the best defensive teams in college basketball, the Toreros of San Diego. USD, the early surprise story in the West Coast Conference. The team has taken just a bit of a step back the last couple of weeks, but Lamont Smith's squad still greatly improved, and two of the best players in the WCC playing for USD in Isaiah Wright and Isaiah Pinheiro. I'm Greg Grubel, joined courtside by former BYU basketball player and legendary Ironman Mark Durant. And Mark, the Toreros have won three of six WCC meetings with BYU in San Diego. But here in Provo, a different story. Cougs undefeated against the Toreros all-time at the Marriott Center. Now, BYU's task may be tougher this time around. Uh, USD's coming off a home loss to Portland, though, so who knows? Uh, BYU's won three in a row on the other side. Uh, Cougar defense, or rather the Cougar offense, is humming along nicely right now, so it's a good test for this very tough San Diego D. Yeah, I'm very intrigued about this matchup, Greg. Uh, obviously, BYU's been shooting unbelievably, but I think your your ward ball team could have come out against LMU and uh, Santa Clara with their, their defense and shot the ball pretty well. Uh, but this is a different story. You mentioned San Diego's defense, one of the best defenses in the country. They guard the three. They've got shot blockers. And so this will be a whole different type of game, and it's going to be a real challenge for BYU. So I'm excited to see... You know, they've been playing so well. How will that uh, translate into tonight's game? And USD, you know, they've they've got some nice wins. They beat Colorado. They've, they've really shocked me this year, and now they're kind of shocking me with the, how poorly they're playing. They lose at home to Portland. Lost a couple here. So I don't know what to expect, but I do know they're going to bring the defense, and BYU's got to be ready for a real challenge tonight. You can't expect to hear the pregame thoughts of Dave Rose coming up next as the Zions Bank, a Cougar pregame coaches show, continues from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. Oh, a nice starter step right to the rim. Flood score again. More with head coach Dave Rose. Let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU home to San Diego here in Provo. Second of five games on this Saturday WCC slate. Late in the first half at Santa Clara. Gonzaga battling the Broncos and Santa Clara kind of hanging around. It's a 27-23. Gonzaga leads it. Uh, later tonight to three games. Pepperdine at USF. Portland at LMU. And league leading St. Mary's visiting Pacific. Tigers tied with BYU for third place in the league standings coming to tonight. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Dave Rose. Game planning to score on a San Diego defense that is one of the stingiest in college basketball. The Toreros have allowed fewer than 70 points. 14 times in 19 games. Their effective field goal percentage defense is fifth nationally. Coach Rose knows that he's seeing Lamont Smith's best USD here team here tonight. Yeah, it is by far. And you know he's uh, he's lost you know some players uh, you know that that kind of we played against for years. But he's really upgraded his talent. And um, these two Isaiahs who actually practiced with them all last year. Um, as they set out as transfers, you, you can tell that they are just they, they know the system and they're in there. And uh, this is a really good defensive team, uh, and uh, they guard the three point line as well as anybody in the country. Uh, and then offensively, they're balanced. They they've got six guys, seven guys who are capable of having twenty point nights. So uh, it'll be a real challenge for us. And you know, I, I think our you know our guys are excited to play this. Ho- hopefully, we are. 
they're used to winning lower scoring games. They lost one of those on Thursday. Yeah, you know, P- Portland's played. They played Portland twice, and Portland's played them really well both times. It was an overtime game up in Portland earlier in the month, and uh, San Diego won that game. And then last night they were tied with a few minutes uh, left, and and then I think uh, Portland went on like a nine-one run to, to kind of to close it out, and um, and so you know I, I think there's some things you can learn from that game, but uh, for the most part. San Diego just had a really hard time making open shots last night and or uh, on Thursday night and and, and uh, we're not going to be able to give them that many open shots. I mean, they'll, they'll shoot the ball much better tonight. The two Isaiahs very different uh, body types and skill sets. Yeah, you know Isaiah Wright is a is a really good uh, all around balanced point guard. He's a guy who's got good size. He's a really good defensive player. But he can get anywhere he wants on the court, not with real sheer quickness, but with kind of strength and and uh, his, his ability to get angles. But then he can finish at the rim. He's really good at finding guys. He's a good three point shooter, he, um, good free throw shooter. So it, and and he's played his best games on the road. He's a guy that uh, really kind of they lean to uh, when they get out. And they've got five road wins on the season, and uh, and so that's pretty impressive. And then Pinero's uh, uh, kind of a. a prototypical four yeah in in, in he's kind of the, the the new look for you know a guy who can post up inside but really likes to get the ball on the perimeter and and they run a lot of pick and roll out on the perimeter with them if you close out weak he'll drive you and uh and finish at the rim and then he's really capable of hitting three-point shots so he had 26 points the other night 26 and 11 and and uh you know uh, carter who's had 28 i think in here last time they played uh, you know, had a had a tough night making making shots, and and then Newbauer, who who's having you know uh, had a, was having a great senior year till league started, and then he's yeah, he's, he's having right having a hard time in league, but he he had twenty plus against us at their place last year, so they they've got a whole lineup full of guys who uh, are capable of scoring, and and that's going to be a challenge for us. But I think the real challenge is going to be for us to be able to find the ways that we can score against them, and and, and hopefully that. Uh, we're really patient, and hopefully that with the, you know we really share the ball and we can get some balance ourselves. Well, as many, with as many guys as they have that can play on the perimeter, it'd be a nice night to say get a guy like Dalton Nixon back. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play Dalton a little bit tonight, and uh, you know hopefully that uh, you know we can, <laughs> he's not in the best shape. Uh, he he's worked hard, but it's been tough for him. You know, over the six or seven weeks when he he just hasn't been able to do a lot in the last couple. Days he's been able to do more and more and more and and um, you know the the doctors and and Rob our trainer feel like he can play a few minutes tonight and and and, and the matchups would say that 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 would be good for us and, and hopefully we can uh, we can get some rust off him and get him in there. All right, hope so, Coach. Good luck against the Toreros, and we'll talk to you afterward. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. That's Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar Tip Off Show coming your way next on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Big shot, score! Dalton Nixon! Fly right to the rim, up and in! The this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery. The classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now, let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join Mark Durant, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening once again from the Marriott Center in Provo. Tonight, the BYU Cougars seeking a fourth straight win in the second game of a two-game home set. San Diego in town coming off an upset home loss to Portland two nights ago. BYU tied for third in the WCC at 5-2. and two. USD a game back at 4-3. and three. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you. Courtside, our statistician is Tanner Wilkinson. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Carter Malloy. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. We're also on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM, 1160 AM, our over-the-air flagship here in Utah. Good to have you with us on network affiliates around Utah and Idaho and online around the world at BYUcougars.com slash live radio, BYUradio.org, KSL.com, also on the various apps. You can hear us on the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, as well as the KSL app and the TuneIn Radio app. We're glad you're joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Well, St. Mary's Thursday night, they won at Gonzaga, puts the Gales snugly in the WCC driver's seat because they've already won in Provo and in Spokane before the halfway point of the conference slate. Randy Bennett's team solidifying its postseason resume, by the way, and the Zags seemingly always a lock, so there's two that look pretty good. Question now is... Can BYU somehow find a way to make the WCC a three-bid league? It has only happened once since BYU joined the conference, and that was in the Cougars' first season as a WC member six years ago. Truth is, committee members look at teams as individual entities and not as league members. But, Mark, it's a compelling query. Could BYU do enough to dance without winning the conference tournament here in six weeks? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I don't think there's a, a hard, fast rule that the committee has that the West Coast Conference is only going to get two teams. I mean, Gonzaga, they're who they are, and uh, I think that that's part of the deal. Back when BYU was getting at large, they were getting three teams, you know, BYU was their mainstay in the tournament, and they had the Jimmer years, and they won games in the tournament. So it was just like they're just going to go, and there was that mindset. And now the mindset is, well, BYU's not good enough, so they're going to have to do something to prove to us that they deserve back in, and that's a, that's a hard thing to do. And uh, I think for them to do that, they're going to have to do something pretty amazing. That's uh, sweep Gonzaga and uh, beat St. Mary's, or obviously you could win the conference tournament, which I think is a realistic possibility for this team. But uh, I think the idea that the West Coast Conference is only going to get two is just a function of there's really only been – Two good teams uh, the last few years. Not saying BYU's been terrible, but St. Mary's and Gonzaga have been better than BYU. And Gonzaga's is just, they're always in. So they're going to have to do something crazy bad to not get in. And BYU is on the opposite. They need to do something really, really good to get back on the radar. All right. When we come back to the Marriott Center, my pregame conversation with San Diego head coach Lamont Smith as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. BYU and San Diego tipping just after the top of the hour. BYU owns a 10-4 series lead. 10-4 series lead over the Toreros since uh, joining the West Coast Conference. uh, USD 0-6 in league games at BYU and 0-7 at the Marriott Center all-time. San Diego has played some of its best basketball this season away from home. The Toreros 5-3 in true away venues, including victories at New Mexico State, Grand Canyon, and Colorado. A short time ago, back in the Torero locker room, I spoke with USD head coach Lamont Smith about his team's secret to success outside of San Diego. 
you know what, defending, uh, rebounding, and taking care of the ball, and then obviously throwing a few shots in. And so uh, that's important, as you've seen last week or on Thursday where we didn't make shots. Um, but, yeah, our staple has been our identity has been our defense uh, this year. The fact that BYU comes in, just made a lineup change, gotten some things together, do you see a great difference in how they're playing recently as opposed to, say, the, the weeks preceding it? You know what? I think they've been pretty solid all year long. Um, obviously, uh, when you make a change in your lineup, it's for a reason. Uh, but I think they still have good depth. Um, I, I thought they have been outstanding uh, on the defensive end this year, um, a different BYU team, uh, which has given them much more of an edge and make them harder to score on. When you have only given up 70 points twice in a season and one and be an overtime game, you're really defending. And so we know it's going to be critical for us to move the ball and screen and do things that we can try to uh, benefit ourselves and score the basketball tonight. Really different tempo look for BYU this year. And no question, no question. We're used to running around and, and getting back three or four guys in transition and, and uh, they're not scoring as much in transition. Obviously, they'll push in this building, but they execute at an efficient level on the, in the half court, and we've got to do a good job of trying to cut down the big three uh, and then getting out to the auxiliary guys and making it hard for, for all those guys to score tonight. Did the Thursday game feel like a, I don't know, wake-up call of sorts? You know what? I think it's going, it's going on across college basketball. You know, we share with our team, you know, um, TCU comes in a non-conference undefeated, and they've won two Big 12 games. Uh, Wichita State loses two this week. Uh, Texas Tech's number seven in the country. They lose two this week. Arizona State was rolling. And there you go, yeah. Arizona State. And so, you know, I think when you win, sometimes it masks things that are still going on in your program and on the floor. And so we, we like you said, it was a good reality check for us uh, to look and say, hey, you know what, every night we have to bring it. Um, we've got to make sure that we're prepared to play. Um, having a little success this year, teams get excited a little bit now to play us, and that's something that hasn't happened here. And so we'll come back tonight and we'll play hard and, and see where the chips fall. How much of the adage defense travels? How much do you rely on that? We have to. Um, you know, if you think about good championship clubs and, and it's their defense that wins them, even Golden State Warriors, um, top three in the NBA defensively, uh, as much as everyone talks about how they can score the basketball. But you have to guard. You have to sit down and guard. Um, last year we went back and did some data and looked at South Carolina and Gonzaga, two teams that played in the Final Four. were one and two in the country defensively. And so we know we have to do that to give ourselves a chance. As well as Cameron Neubauer played against BYU last year, I'm surprised that he hasn't scored the last couple of games. Where is he right now? You know what? He's in a slump right now. Hadn't shot the basketball well, um, but we're still encouraging him to shoot the ball. He's our lone senior. He does a lot for us. Uh, his defense has been good this year. And so he's just got to get his confidence back, and, and when he's open, knock him down. Have the two Isaiahs met or exceeded your expectations? You know what? Um, we knew uh, last year that they were good players. Um, obviously, when the lights come on and there's people in the stands, you never know. Uh, but we expected this from these guys and, and uh, really happy that they've, they've helped our team uh, have a little success this season. A couple of general things about the BYU scout that uh, might come, to, come into play tonight. You know what? I think first and foremost, when you have three guys getting 60% of your points, uh, we've got to make sure that you're not going to st shut them down completely because they're too good of players, but we got to try to make it hard on them. Uh, that's one thing. The second thing is is protect the paint. Um, Yoli Childs and Worthington and those guys are outstanding in the interior, and so we got to do a good job with that, and not only that, but the dribble drive. Uh, I think Haas and Bryant really get to the rim well. And then we've got to do something that we haven't done great this year, and that's rebound the basketball. With a team that scores as well as they do in the half court, you can't give them second opportunities because they're too efficient. So those are three big keys for us tonight. Excellent. And the uh, how's the winter weather treating you? guys today we love it we love it i uh, was talking to my to my uh to my kids this morning and, and uh, they love the snow days and so sent a couple videos to them uh, i'm glad they love it because i don't <laughs> but uh, we appreciate all the hospitality here and uh, it's always fun coach smith thanks so much for your time and we'll see you back in san diego thank you
All right, that is USD head coach Lamont Smith. Really fun talking to him. Very nice. Uh, time now for our UB the Judge feature sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. BYU's on pace for 13th consecutive 20-win season, all 13 seasons of the Dave Rose era, before Coach Rose took over. What was BYU's previous longest streak of 20-win seasons? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues, live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Oz will drive it, gives to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. Let us pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. We've got BYU and San Diego coming up. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. BYU's on pace for a 13th consecutive 20-win season, all 13 seasons of the Rose era. Before Coach Rose took over as head coach, what was BYU's previous longest string of 20-win seasons? First of all, that's freaking amazing, by the way. That's, that's incredible. 13 in a row. Now, it is a little easier nowadays. You play more games. So, you win. Back in my day, you win 20 games. That's an NCAA tournament team. Now, you got to win 25. But still. So, it was harder. And uh, I just don't know that. I mean, that's amazing. So, I, I know that my years with Coach Reed and my mission years, they, they did it. So, I'm going to say that was six total years. Six. The answer is six. The six years that spanned the entire career of Mark Durant. <laughs> well. Eight. Hey, so here it is. Eight, in 1989-90, your freshman year, they went 21 and nine. Yeah. You then went on a mission for two years. Somehow they managed to do without you and win 20 plus both Just those the years. Momentum. Yeah. Then you came back and it kept on going. 25 and nine, 22 and 10, 22 and 10. Six straight years of, t- of 20 plus. Then you left and it all fall apart. It all just fell apart. Well, listen, you can't make up facts. That's all I'm saying. All right, more of the Cougar Tip Off show coming up next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougar tip-off show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. Timpanogos Regional Hospital uh, Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23,000 for current ER wait times. And luckily, Dalton Nixon is off the injury report. He will be in tonight's uh, on tonight's active roster and able to play tonight after 11 games away with an injured foot. Uh, Ryan Andrus and Braden Shaw done for the season with their respective injuries. Coming up next, starting lineups opening tip here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 